NFL Week 5 is here, and today I'm going to talk about my three favorite picks for Sunday, plus two extra leans that I do like. What's going on? My name's Austin from Calling Our Shot, and we've been doing pretty well this season. Last week, you saw us cash out on the 49ers, the Eagles, the Bengals. Overall, a 3-2 and two record on our spreads and over-unders. You also look at player props. Had a profitable week at 4-3. and three. We even cashed a first touchdown score at plus 600 odds, a money line parlay at plus 633. Let's continue that momentum this week. Now let's talk about spread picks, because that's all that this video is about. 18-7 and seven record on the year, 72%. Look, we can't do much better than that, but let's see if we can continue that rate that we've been cashing all season long. If you're curious about our other NFL videos, we do have a couple more that go live throughout the week. The schedule is up on the screen exactly when those will be posted on our channel. To make sure you don't miss out on any of those videos, make sure you go down below, hit that subscribe button. Thank you guys all for 40,000 subscribers. 50,000 is on the way. And as an added incentive, if you wanna drop a like too, and this video gets to 1,500 likes, next week you'll see me in a full suit and tie. Last week we hit 1,200 likes. Get to 1500 i'll be in a suit in time next week now my last note this video brought to you by underdog fantasy the sponsor for the video if you sign up for underdog using our code cos or the link in the description and you deposit any amount of money you get a hundred percent deposit match up to 100 bucks so it's free money take advantage place your player prop parlays there i'll be posting a bunch on our twitter and our other social medias down below without further ado let's hop into my first pick of the week Patriots, minus two and a half, currently minus 115 on BetMGM. Now, you see the Jets pennant behind me, and it pains me to take the Patriots, but we've taken them this year, and they've cashed for us. Now, let's talk about the Patriots. They're back at home, going off that overtime loss to the Packers, where they had as many chances to win that game as they probably could have taken, but I still think they're going to bounce back on Sunday. Now, I did buy the extra half point. It is sitting at three on some books, but I'd rather take this, you know, two and a half, because 15% of games since 2000 have landed on three points exactly, the most exact score outcome in the NFL. And this line has crept down. It was six and a half originally when it's opened for the Patriots. And now it's crept down to that two and a half and three point line. Now everyone's fallen in love with this Lions, thanks to hard knocks and whatnot. But the people that know and love the Lions also have to acknowledge this team can't play an ounce of defense. Look at these numbers. The Lions have allowed 35.3 points per game, the most in the NFL. The Lions have allowed 455.5 yards per game, most in the NFL. And most importantly, they've allowed 165 rushing yards per game, third most in the NFL. Now I'm not sure who's starting at QB for the Patriots. Likely not. It's not likely to be Mac Jones. Probably not Brian Hoyer. Hopefully it's Bailey Zappi of the Western from a rookie from Western Kentucky who looked decent last week despite being thrust into action with not a lot of practice under his helm. But the Patriots, this is what they do. They're going to win at home and they're going to bounce back under Bill Belichick. And look at what they're going to want to do. Run the ball. They should have plenty of success against that Detroit defensive line that's really struggling since 2021. Since last year, the Lions team really struggling on the road. 0-9-1 straight up on the road last year in six road games. Jared Goff, six touchdowns, five interceptions. Wasn't good on the road. Jared Goff, one in five lifetime versus the AFC East. That's obviously the division the Patriots are in. And the Patriots defense hasn't looked good the last two weeks, but that's been against Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers. It's kind of hard to look good against those two elite quarterbacks. Very good. Jared Goff, He's played really well to start the season, but I don't consider him in that same class as those two elite quarterbacks. So look, I trust Bill Belichick and the Patriots at home to get back on track. That defense should be able to crank it up a little bit against that Lions offense, which has been humming so far this season. But at the end of the day, I think the Patriots defense is better. And I think they'll be able to score some points, give Bailey Zappi some help. So give me the Patriots minus two and a half. Now moving on to my second picks, I'm going to go to another home team, but they're in the NFC. Taking the Saints minus five and a half, taking on the Seahawks. This is currently minus 108 on FanDuel. Now, similar to the Patriots, Saints. 
sit at one and three, and this is a must-win game for them. Obviously, they don't want to drop to one and four, and it doesn't help them that they don't have their first-round pick because they traded that to the Eagles. So not a lot of reinforcements are coming and support are coming for this team in the future. And this is a team that's taken on the Seahawks or coming off that 48 to 45 win versus the Detroit Lions. And in that game, they ran for 235 yards. We know the Seahawks team dating back to last year, even with Russell Wilson, and when he went down even towards the end of the year, it's a team that wants to run the football. It's going to be tough to do that on Sunday. The Saints, over the last three games, only allowed 99 rushing yards per game. You look at last year, they allowed, they were the fourth fewest rushing yards per game allowed to that defense. And this Saints team's coming off a game where, you know, they kind of hung around with the Vikings. Obviously, there's that iconic double doink in that game where they had a chance to send it to overtime. But their defense hasn't looked great the last two weeks, but their defense is still seventh and third down percentage. So they're getting offenses off the field. And this is a team and, you know, they played actually last year. They played against the Seahawks. It was with Geno Smith starting and the Saints won that game 13 to 10. So they shut down Geno Smith and the Seahawks offense once. Can they do it again and score some more points at home? I certainly think so. I mean, ultimately, I think the Saints defense can win them this game by themselves, but they're going to need some support from the offense. And will it be Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston? I don't really know at right at this moment. I'd probably prefer Andy Dalton because I don't need some guy to go out there and win me the game. I think the defense can do that, but still, I think Jameis can still get it done. Will Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas be back? I certainly hope so, but they got plenty of playmakers on offense to just make plays. And this is a Seahawks defense that has struggled. They've given up 27 plus points in three straight games, giving up the second most total yards in the NFL. And I think it's hard to win in New Orleans in the Superdome. So give me the Saints minus five and a half. This is a huge number to lay for a one and three team facing a two and two team. I think the books are kind of saying, hey, Saints are in must-win territory. I think they get back on track in this win, move to two and three, and hopefully they do it in dominating fashion at home in front of the home crowd. Give me the Saints minus the five and a half points for my second pick of the weekend. And for my third and final pick before we dive into a couple leans, I like the Browns plus three and a half taking on the Chargers. Now I bought another extra half point like I'd already talked about. A lot of games can end on that three. So I'd rather get a winner than get a push here while only playing a little bit of juice. Now we talk about time and time again, you know, see a lot of telecasters, you know, the commentators talk, you know, whoever wins the game in the trenches, whoever wins in the trenches, normally wins the game. And I'd argue the Browns can win not only on offense, but on defense. Last year, the Chargers struggled against the run, allowed the third most rushing yards per game at almost 139 per clip. Now, this year, the Chargers have improved, only allowing the 14th most rushing yards in the league and 110 per game. But over the last three games, they've allowed 125 per game. So getting back to where they were last year, and it's not going to help without Joey Bosa, one of their best uh, guys to rush the passer and obviously to stop the run. So Browns team, come on. We know they want to run the football second in the league in rushing yards per game. They're going to want to establish the run. And like I said, I think they're going to be able to do it against the Chargers in this game. Since 2020, Cleveland, very good after a loss. 12-3 and three to be exact. That's when Kevin Stefanski took over. Obviously coming off a loss to the Falcons last Sunday. Also since 2021, Chargers have struggled after a win. They're 3-7 and seven straight up after a win. They obviously won last week against the Texans. Now, Chargers offense, a little bit struggled. Will they get Keenan Allen back? I believe they will, but still missing with Sean Slater. I believe they're left tackle, and they can't run the ball to save their lives. This is a team that's relying heavily on Justin Herbert. Look at these stats. Chargers, dead last in rushing yards per game, just 64.5 per game. Dead last in yards per attempt, 2.7 rushing yards per carry. This is a team that cannot run the football, and they're going to rely heavily on Justin Herbert to get it done. And look, I think the Browns will welcome back Jadavian Clowney and Miles Garrett this weekend. At least hopefully one of those two guys is playing. Hopefully both. And those guys will be coming off the edge against, obviously, the backup to Rashawn Slater. I think they'll be able to get home against this Chargers offensive line. And Cleveland's not the easiest place to play. The Cleveland Browns have played well at home in the past, and I think they'll continue to do so this season and in this week. Look, we're not asking the Browns to win this game outright, but give me the three and a half. 
Like, I just like the Browns to get it done. I can potentially see some business decisions being made by some Chargers secondary players as they're going to see Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt continue to come at them in that third and fourth quarter. Wouldn't surprise me to see the Browns win this game outright, but I'll take the three and a half for safety. Give me that as my third and final pick of the week. Now, of course, we have a couple leans. Now, as a reminder for the people out there, Leans or not, I'm not going to track them towards my record. They can go win or loss. I believe last week they went one and one. But these are just me talking about a couple other games in case people are curious which side I lean on for these games. I like the Texans plus seven and a half taking on the Jaguars. Now, no, I will not be putting money on the Texans because I like rooting for the Jaguars and I don't really want to watch a ton of this game. But this is two up and coming teams that I think will be good in, in 10 or so years, maybe less than that, as the Jaguars are really improving rapidly. But you look at this, it's a lot of points. This line, the line opened at three and a half for the Jags soared up to seven and a half and that's just dangerous territory you're going to be sweating that one pretty much all game because if what if the jags are up only by two touchdowns which is still a lot of points then you see texans and davis mills driving at the end of the game back door and there you are you lose that bet and so i think the texans are capable of keeping this score within a touchdown this is the divisional matchup i mean these two teams obviously are going to fight hard against each other given they're in the same division and now the texans have beaten the jaguars in eight straight games they've had their number just like the jags have had the colts number when they're in jacksonville and the texans i think with lovey smith at the helm they're going to have a pretty good defensive game plan against trevor lawrence who i think fumbled four times last week so i think the seven and a half is a little bit too much if this was like five and a half probably wouldn't touch it but the big number is seven so I think the Texans could cover this plus seven and a half. Obviously, just a lean. Do whatever you want with it. And as for my final lean for this video, it does require a change in appearance. Yes, it's the New York Jets. Plus three and a half taken on the Dolphins. Now, I understand this is a lean because I'm not going to put my own money on the Jets. I do not need to lose, you know, both emotionally and financially. But the Jets, look at this. Everyone and their mother is going to be betting on the Dolphins on Sunday. And the Jets, they're only three and a half point underdogs. That's what they were against the Steelers. They came back and went outright. And that was with Zach Wilson playing terribly. The man was 18 for 36, two interceptions. It took a heroic drive out of Zach Wilson and the Jets to get down and score a touchdown to win that game against the Steelers. But ultimately, you look at the Dolphins. They've won four straight versus the Jets. The last time they won four straight versus the Jets, that fifth matchup, they lost outright, I believe 22 to 21. Well, I'm not claiming the Jets win this game outright. It's worth noting, you know, the Dolphins obviously are going to be without Tua Tagovailoa, so the ex-Jet Teddy Bridgewater will be under center. And Teddy, he's had a great record against the spread in his career, but still, he's not going to be a team that, you know, they're going to really want him to be slinging it a ton this week. And the Dolphins, purely, they can't run the football to save their lives. Fourth fewest rushing yards per game, fifth lowest yards per carry. If they're going to ask Teddy Bridgewater to win this game by themselves, good luck, because the Jets' secondary has actually been playing pretty well. Sauce Gardner is looking like this guy, Darrell Revis, out there he's been playing exceptionally well for the rookie and while he might get toasted by Tyree Kill or Jalen Waddle I think they give him a little bit of help in that secondary but still Sauce Gardner been really good and look I just don't think they're gonna be able to run the ball and that could be a difference here the Dolphins defense hasn't been as good as people might think it is fifth total most fifth most total yards per game allowed second most passing yards allowed if Zach Wilson can get into a groove this Jets defense defense could pull off an upset while well, I'm not going to bet on it. I just look at these lines. I see three and a half and I see 80 to 90% of the handle and bets on the Dolphins to cover this easily after the squares and pretty much the easiest bets on the slate cash last week. I don't see it be happening. The Dolphins are one of the easier picks. You could just wake up and say, ah, oh, Dolphins much better than the New York Jets. I just don't think it's that easy. It's a divisional matchup. Maybe the Jets keep this close. 
I won't bet on it because I refuse to bet money on the Jets, but don't be surprised. Don't consider an easy winner. The Jets are a team that likes to stick around and troll people, but that's going to wrap it up. Those are my three favorite picks, two leans. As always, if you want to go check out these other three videos that I said would be posted for Thursday Night Football, player props, and obviously Monday Night Football, if they're on, already posted, you can check them out. Link's on the screen, but I appreciate you guys. If you want to sign up for Underdog, use code COS or the link in the description for a 100% deposit match. I'm Austin. Signing out. Hopefully next week I see you in a full suit and tie. 1,500 likes and you'll see me then next Wednesday. I'll see you guys. Peace.